Welcome back to Are You Sisters, the podcast. Hey guys. Hello. So Kate, what's new? What's been going on? Um, not much. Uh, just the usual, I would say. Uh, you are leaving me tomorrow. I'm leaving tomorrow. We just got back on Sunday. Um, we had a really, really, I, I would probably venture to say one of the funnest bridal, or sorry, baby showers. Yes, we had an amazing baby shower weekend up in Virginia for our dear friend Lori. Um, I will say it was quite the doozy of a baby shower weekend. The fact that we were that hungover that we've been in recovery for three days. Yeah, I, yeah. I've been in recovery. I feel like it was more of like a bachelorette vibe as far as the drinking that was occurring. Yeah. And you're leaving for... I'm leaving for my sister's bachelorette tomorrow, which is going to be so fun. We're going to Miami. Um, It's a jam-packed weekend uh, again, but it's going to be good. It's going to be fun. Oh, my gosh. I'm jealous, but also not because my body needs a break and bachelorettes are just like, damn. Yeah, I feel like we pretty much at this rate are going, you know, we started 2024, health and wellness in mind, not happening. Not in practice. Not in practice, but in theory. And then every weekend we're like, oh my God, okay, now for real this time, you guys, we're really gonna, really gonna chill out. And then all of a sudden Thursday rolls around and it's like, here we go again. Buckle up. Yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, I think on the heels of last week's podcast episode where we talked about the cubby hole in New York City and, and lesbian bars in general, um, we have some exciting news that a lesbian bar has indeed opened. Yes. So it's actually kind of funny timing, I feel like, because that whole story about the straight man and the lesbian bar broke, I think, two weeks ago. And then today, there's like this really cool new lesbian bar that just opened in london in london it's called la camionera which i guess is the spanish meaning for truck driver and also slang for butch lesbian i didn't i'm learning things every day you didn't know this right i didn't know what la camionera la camionera camionera yeah but apparently they had the opening um for this lesbian bar and it was like a party like I love the caption for this Instagram post I saw. Sapphics spilled into the streets. <laughs> London's new lesbian bar was so busy. I I saw pictures. I saw the same post. I saw pictures and it looked like a lot of fun. I know. Well, I mean, I think if anything, this is just saying like, A, people are listening, but B, we need a lesbian bar in Charleston. Well, yeah. I think also, yeah, I think that there's definitely a, a need and a necessity to have these types of spaces. So I'm just happy to see it. And I think the article said something along the lines of like it started in the basement of this yeah, like low-key bar. I think they don't even know who owns the space. Um, but anyway, it started so in the cool. basement. And the basement was too small. So naturally, they spilled into the streets. I love it. Well, too bad it wasn't open last year when I was in London because I would have dragged my dad and my sisters to it. That would have been... Well, then we would have run into another issue if if your dad went to the lesbian bar. Oh, yeah. True. Well, we would have made him wait outside, I guess. No. See, that's... Okay. I think that would be fun and that would be hilarious and so much fun. But He's a supportive dad, you know. He is. Um, But yeah, so I guess we're going to have to make our way to London. Well, I would definitely do that. Put it on the list. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So 
I do want to touch upon um, an image that came out that was really shocking to my core. What? Um, for anyone who followed the Theranos Elizabeth Holmes storyline that like rocked the world, I read, um, God, what was Bad the name? Bad Blood. Bad Blood when it came out. And I was like so hooked. I, I, I read it seriously in like two days. I was like, this is an amazing book. And then, you know, fell into the rabbit hole that is Elizabeth Holmes. Well, anyway, as many of us probably know, she's incarcerated. And everything leads back to Bravo because Jen Shaw of Salt Lake City, Real Housewives, also incarcerated in the same prison. And a photo, a photo came out of the two of them, like hidden, pounding the pavement together in this prison. And I was like, they would be friends. Is it the same prison that Martha went to? Martha it is. Stewart? It's the same prison that Mar- Martha Stewart went to that Orange is the New Black okay, was like yeah. loosely, very loosely, obviously based on um, because the writer of that book as well, which I did read as well, also went to that same prison. So is it like one of those things where it's like, okay, you, do you have to be famous or is it like if I was going to go to prison, could I requ- like request... I have a feeling it's like one of the probably more upscale. So I, you're, what you're saying is I'm too poor to go to that prison. You may be. But I don't know. I mean, I think it's like, it, it basically is like the least like maximum security. Like it's, you know, I mean, it's as, I guess as nice as prison gets in the States. So you have um, to, you have to be either affluent and or a celebrity yeah or I mean I think I think regular people go there too but if like but they're rich no I think like all walks of life go there all walks of life go there but I think that if you are wealthy you can kind of like put in a request because I mean it's in Connecticut a I'm like how did Jen Shaw of Salt Lake City Utah right end up there although she was prosecuted by the NYPD it's like weird though so, because I think I think of prisons in the same way I think of like school districts where yeah. it's like you would go to the one unless you know you're going to like a maximum like you know you're going to Leavenworth Kansas it's yeah. like you've done something terrible but like generally speaking I think you go to the prison that's in your in yeah your, in your district well, agreed but now that I think of it I think Elizabeth Holmes and Jen Shaw were both prosecuted in New York City so it is the prison where a lot of tri-state area women are sent to like um who who's the new jersey oh uh teresa Teresa. did she go there i think so okay like we'll have to fact check we need okay but i sent this out to my friends because one of my friends in particular we were obsessed with a theranos elizabeth holmes case and truly like we need bravo andy and a camera because I would love to know what the fuck Jen Shaw and Elizabeth Holmes are talking about. Yeah. Would love to. I mean, they're probably just both having their own conversations, like, about themselves, but... At each other. At each other. Like, it's, like, two brick walls receiving information that they... Like, it's probably they're not even hearing each other. Yeah. Anyway, so I thought that was an interesting update. Also, last week was Valentine's Day, and I think it's worth kind of mentioning the uptick of Galentine's Day. Yeah, content. I saw I saw a lot of Galentine's Day, which obviously, like, I've been a Parks and Rec fan forever. Like, I know what Galentine's is, and 
have for like I don't know 10 years now but I just haven't seen the number of people celebrating it right like on Instagram it seemed like everyone was at a Galentine's Day party yeah more so than ever before right um very themed, very like omnipresent. I literally everyone I know was at sometimes some type of Galentine's Day event. And what does that mean for us? Right, because we're like technically Valentine's and but also gals. Valentine's Galentine's as well. We're gals who Valentine. So I just thought you said something interesting about it. Last I was week. just like you kind of like are technically my Galentine. <laughs> yeah. It seems like a very, like, heteronormative. Yeah, for sure. Do men celebrate Galentine's? No. Like, gay men? No. I don't... I don't... Do men give a fuck about Valentine's Day in general? Like, gay, straight, questioning. Do men care about Valentine's Day? I mean, quite honestly, I don't even know if I care about Valentine's Day. Well, you know I don't. No, you don't. You care more than I do. I mean, I get you chocolate. I know you have a sweet tooth, so it's like yeah. definitely any excuse for chocolate. Yeah. And a card. I get it. I mean, it's nice. I when I was single for 100 years, and I felt like that holiday always just like, it's like rubbing salt in an open wound. But then I also thought it was stupid. Yeah. And then upon being in a relationship, I still kind of find it stupid I mean it's nice to be like hey love you maybe even more so on this day than the rest but yeah I didn't actually know the origin story of the name Valentine either and I will need some fact check on this as well because I think this is pulled from a really dumb movie called Valentine's Day oh yeah but evidently you, you did make us watch and it was it's so bad it's really bad but it's, it was like it was one of those things where it was like top, you know, su- you know, popular movies right. today. Like and you I threw like, it yeah, on, yeah. Like let's just put this on. But evidently, Valentine was a priest in some period where they weren't allowing people to get married because they wanted the men. Am I saying this right? They wanted the men to focus on war. It was like a time of war. Right. So it's like, put all your love aside. Right. Nobody's getting married. Like, we want you all to, like, go fight the good fight. Um, And so Valentine, this priest, was doing secret um, marriage ceremonies. Was he a saint? Wasn't it Saint Valentine? I think so. Okay. Could be. I went to Catholic school for 13 years, so I I should know this. You should know this. Um, Yeah, it is a saint. Okay. I mean, priest, saint. Same deal. Right. So anyways, um, that's the background on that. In case you didn't know, he was he was just after, he was a hopeless romantic. Yeah. Well, we're, we'd still like to be invited to your Galentine's Day parties next year, even though we are, in fact, in a Galentine relationship. Relationship, yeah. Um, okay, we have two shows we want to discuss. They're both, I think, equally um, entertaining. Where should we start? Traders? So, I mean, we're not the only people in the world watching Traders right now. I think it's very evident that a, a number of people are watching Traders and enjoying it. It is so good. It's good. And I tried to watch the first season. I remember I tried to watch the first season and you weren't getting into it at all. I think yeah. I also was like half-ass watching it. So I was I was like, oh, whatever, take it or leave it. But then we started seeing all this like 
content on social media about how crazy it is. So we watched had to it. watch. And it's good. It is so good. And if you're a reality TV fan, Bravo or not, there's like people from Big Brother, MTV's Challenge. Oh, yeah. It is so fucking good. And I also decided if there was any show that I would want to be on, it's Traders. But the problem with that is you have to be famous first to right. get on the show. Right. I know I have to be famous, but... So if, you'll have to like sign up for Big Brother or like Survivor because there was a Survivor contestant on it too, I think. Well, there's also, I think, a Love is Blind person on there too. So Yeah, and there was a Bachelor contestant. So if you want to break up and go on The Bachelor... You know, anything to get on the next season <laughs> of Traders. Traders. And also to rub shoulders with Alan Cumming. Yeah, well, that's a good one. So I do have an aside on that. Alan Cumming, you should know him if you don't know him, but he has a bar in New York City. Ugh, what is it called? Cumming something. And I went to watch a drag show performance for Hocus Pocus, like, in 20, ooh, 2019. And it was epic like it was so good and the bar was so much fun and like after the performance we all partied way too far way too hard and Alan Cummings showed up and it was like the best moment of my life that's a pretty good one so there's a recent um show that I watched I think you were out or something that night Sandra O's in it it's called Quiz Lady and there's a part of that movie that really made me chuckle because um Sarah Paulson's wife, or I guess she's her girlfriend, isn't it? Um, you know, Holland Taylor. I can't believe I just introduced Holland Taylor as Sarah Paulson's wife. Ooh, you did. Anyway, sorry. It's like that's the way that my brain connects the dots. I could have also used an L word reference um, and called her. Um, is it the Peabody? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Peabody. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Anyway, Holland Taylor's in it, and her character is like um, the neighbor. And she's like really, what who she thinks is she's really obsessed with um, Alan Cumming, uh-huh. but she has a picture of Pee Wee Herman, <laughs> and so she's like, oh my god, Alan Cumming. So she walks into her house. She's like, so you're a big Pee Wee Herman fan, and she's like, no, that's Alan Cumming. <laughs> oh my god, how do you think Alan feels about that comparison? I don't know, but it made me laugh really hard. Oh, I love it. Um, the other show that we're obsessed with right now, Couple to Thruple. Couple to Thruple. It's like that show, what's that one where everybody's naked that I was watching? Oh. I would like watch it while you were gone because I knew you didn't like it. On HBO? Yes, I don't know the there's like this HBO where everybody's naked and they're like dating, but they're only seeing each other like the bottom half of each other. Anyway, it's the same kind of jaw drop factor, I think. Um, in Couple to Thruple. Yeah, so Couple to Thruple, I mean, it sounds like it is what it is, but they're basically all on a tropical island, and then there's these couples. Most of them are heterosexual couples, um, and, you know, people identify as, as they will. And then there's a group of singles, and they basically decide on which single to bring into their relationship to become a thruple. Right. And then they have the ability to swap their third in or out. Or, you know, some of them, I mean, not to spoil it for anyone, can actually, like, leave the island and you're a full in thruple, committed thruple relationship. 
And it's absolutely wild. I highly recommend it. It's crazy. But I did have a thought about it. Kind of a like, let's be Sears thought. Um, And it is, again, yeah, short for serious. I thought that's what you were going for. And I thought maybe don't bring it up or call it out. But I I had to. I did not know. I thought that's what you meant, but I've never heard that before. Okay. Well, I just came up with it on the spot. Okay. So you I Literally, my mind went to the the store Sears. Where you go to buy an appliance, okay. or so maybe my it was it's a fail, but I don't think it has to be a fail. I just think you might have come up with your own Gen Z term. Maybe, maybe I also heard it on TikTok. I don't know, or maybe I just came up with it. But let's let's be serious for a moment. I okay. did have a thought about the show, and it kind of brings up the whole conversation on why are queer people always thrown into situations where it's non-monogamous? Yeah. Like it kind of just continues. I will be watching the show, by the way, and I and I am obsessed with it. But it pushes that whole narrative of Promiscuity. if you're... Yeah, if you're, if you're queer, you're obviously open to some form of threesome. You're down for whatever is like the assumption. Yeah, for you're, sure. you're not monogamous and or you are always on the prowl to invite someone else into your bedroom. Mm-hmm. And I think we're obviously in a monogamous relationship. Unless Very you, monogamous. Unless you have something to tell me. I don't. Um, but... That is my one aside. I would like to see a love is blind for queer people. Oh, for sure. Where people are literally straight up trying to get married on TV in two weeks. Yeah. Because I think that exists too. Well, because it would go back to the ultimatum and it was like TV gold. So I think that a love is blind, a queer love is blind would be amazing. Yeah. But you also bring up another, like, Another point of the show that kind of really kind of it doesn't set well with me is that there are two kind of I don't even want to say heterosexual relationships, um, but there are there's a man and a woman and they're only exclusively open to dating women. Yeah. Which it feels to me it's like, okay, so this couple is open to polyamory, but the man isn't bisexual. Yeah. And to me, that's like a little bit more like that seems... This is also the couple that has now gone through three women. Three women, yeah. And, yeah, they just literally, they're that creepy couple at the bar that they literally, like, I mean, it's the most, they sleep with a person. Every time. And then they get bored. And then they're bored immediately. They're like, you know what? We just thought it was going to be a little bit different with her, so we really want to test out this other girl who looks exactly, exactly like... Exactly like the woman in the relationship. Exactly like the woman in the relationship, but exactly like the woman they just had Yes, in their throuple. So, yeah, that part before. about it, that part kind of makes me like, ugh, you know, because that's just like the very stereotypical, like, okay, bring in the unicorn girl and it's like just kind of really cringe to me whereas I feel like some of the other couples really are genuinely open I mean there's the one um polyamorous couple that it's like they both are very fluid yeah um and they're open to literally any person that they just both enjoy yeah which to me that's so that's authentic whereas I think that alternative is just a little bit more cringe yeah I would agree with you um but all to say the show is great no it's amazing check it out on peacock it's shocking maybe that's the next show i want to be on 
Oh yeah. Okay, Kate. <laughs> I'm sure you're you're ready for couple to throuple. We talk about it though. Like every time we watch the show, I look at Kate, or one of us looks at the other, and is like. Okay, so what would you do in this scenario? And it's like, I would have to leave. I would have blind rage and burn everyone on the island. Yeah, probably. Yes. So, well, I mean, I, I would highly recommend. It, it's really good, but I mean, it does bring up a lot of kind of, not existential questions, but just like questions where you're like, why is the world the way it is sometimes? It's kind of crazy. I agree. Well, I feel like this is a short episode, but Ryan has to get to packing. I do. But we wanted to drop in and say hi. Drop in and uh, give you some good pointers for what to watch this week. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I watch entirely too much TV, as we all know. But um, anyway, you know what to do. Like, subscribe, follow. You can follow along at Are You Sisters podcast, at Kate Charney, and at Ryan Tasker. Talk Bye, soon. Guys. Bye.